Welcome. You've officially tuned in to Woman to Woman Podcast. That's Woman, the number two woman. This platform was created to motivate, uplift, and encourage women. And in this audio space, we will have weekly impactful conversations all about women. We will speak of our trials and our struggles, but most importantly, we will highlight our triumphs and our victories. So join me. Let's journey together as we journey towards wellness, self-love, spirituality, cultivating dreams, transforming our lives fiercely to be that empowered, powerful, purposeful woman we were created to be. I'm your host, Denise Hinkson-Lawrence, and I'm excited that we will grow together spiritually, financially, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Most importantly, we will definitely be restored and we will be transformed. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Woman to Woman podcast. That's woman, the number two woman. I'm your host, Denise Hankson-Lawrence, and I'm really excited that you've decided to take this journey with me towards wellness. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thank you. And please, at some point, take the time to catch up on all our previous episodes, will you? Now, if you are a W2WMVRLA, that's Woman to Woman, Most Valuable regular listening audience, I salute you. You keep coming back week after week, and I want you to know that your support is greatly appreciated. Special recognition and mention to the international audience, Germany, Canada, and the UK. You make me feel special. Putting me on the map, hey, I want to say thank you, and please know that your continued support means a great deal. Now, to all my male audience, hey, sis, appreciate your support. I know you're listening. In fact, one of you reached out to me just this week and say, hey, I love the content. I feel like a spy, like a CIA spy. Hey, listen, I appreciate your feedback. And please, you're welcome to send me some topic ideas, subject matters that you would like for me to discuss here on the show. And they may come as some help to you, you know, with your spouse, your partner, your sister, your daughter, your mother, to become even a better version of themselves. So if you listen long enough, you know what I'm going to say next and that I have to do, which is a disclaimer. So, you know, by now I'm not a therapist or a counselor. So these conversations and these comments, views and opinions expressed on this podcast, they're mine and should not be taken the place of you engaging in a professional relationship with a licensed mental practitioner. Okay, ladies, so now that we have all the formalities out of the way, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, do you have a story to share? Do you have something to say? Do you want to talk about tips and strategies? Well, I think you need a podcast. And what better platform is there than to launch with Anchor? Anchor is a one-stop deal. Everything you need to launch a podcast is already built in and provided with Anchor. And better yet, it is totally free. So download the app, the Anchor app, or visit anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Anchor, your one-stop free deal for a podcast. Visit today, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. That's A-N-C-H-O-R 
anchor.fm. Welcome back, ladies. So today we continue our topic on toxic relationships and detoxing from toxic relationships. So toxic relationships are basically dysfunctional relationships. As discussed last week, relationships are not limited to romantic relationships, but it includes your relationship with food, you know, health, social media. So that'll be digital, your mind, your business, your business partners, your best friend, childhood friend, and even spiritual. So all aspects of relationship, right? Now, toxic relationship or dysfunctional relationship, if you want to call it that, it is important for us to understand that these types of relationship has the potential of great danger, greater danger than we think. If not resolved, if we remain in these unhealthy relationships, if we do not engage in some form of detoxification, so to speak, we will then increase the risk of potential and if not careful, permanent damage to our well-being, right? Say, for example, if you're in a toxic relationship and let's say it's a relationship with yourself, your mind, right? As I talked about last week, the very birthplace of creativity and thoughts and ideas and inspiration, right? All in the mind. If that relationship with yourself, with your mind, if that is filled with negativity, after a while... uh it's clouded, right? So how are you going to get room for positivity? Because if you've been in this thing for so long, for year after year, and you've, it's just been clouded with all this negativity, there leaves uh, basically almost no room for positivity to come through because you've been with this for so long. So this becomes like the norm. It's acceptable. It's the everyday aspect of your being. Okay. So, all right. Well, um, let's look at it in a different way, right? So we fall into patterns of negative thinking from time to time, often triggered by difficult circumstances or just everyday stress, right? But when that pattern occurs over a long period of time, what I'm trying to say, it can then degrade our health in our body, our mind, and our spirit. So that dysfunctional relationship with yourself, that dysfunctional relationship with your mind, that toxic relationship with yourself, that toxic relationship with your mind over a period of time can and will lead to long-term damage. Okay. If you find yourself in a dysfunctional relationship, whether it be like partners, romantic, business, casual, or spiritual, if you ignore the signs, right? If you intentionally just want to be blind to the caution, big old yellow tape or the yield signs, you will find yourself slipping down the pathway to become a people pleaser. And that is toxic. So what that looks like is this. It becomes this life of lies, right? One without total integrity. So if you're living a life of lie without total integrity, how can you become this individual you're transforming to be, right? In order to be transformed into this purposeful, wholesome individual, we need to be transparent. We need to be honest and we need to be authentic. And we cannot waver from this. So dysfunctional, toxic relationship, becoming a people pleaser characteristics, it quickly snowballs into a life lived out of alignment. 
And face it, a life lived out of alignment is one lived out of sync with your purpose. Listen, when you are, how would I say this? When you, when you basically turn a blind eye to the truth, right? And continue to engage and submit yourself into a dysfunctional relationship or become a people pleaser, you add more stress to your life without realizing it. In other words, when living inauthentically, right? Living an inauthentic life makes life harder. And we eventually rob ourselves and cut ourselves off from the, what we call, what do, what do they call it? The sweetness of life, right? The sweet life. We cut ourselves off when we're not living authentic, when we're not living true to our being, when we're not living true to who we are and who we're supposed to be. And we become uh, caught up in a toxic relationship that allows us to slip, slip away. And instead of speaking the truth to a thing and living the truth to our life, we become this people pleaser and we then begin to live a life of lie that is out of sync and eventually rob ourselves and cut ourselves off from the sweetness of life. That particular place, you know, that sweetness of life, that that spot where we become both at ease and with power. You then rob yourself from that because you were living this life of lie, right? This inauthentic life. So if you and I can get to the place where we optimize our brain, right? Where we begin this process to, to detox or to focus and to feel and to flourish, right? If we can get to that place where we can optimize our mind for those kind of a concept, you have to understand it is of vital importance that we do this. When we reprogram our mind, when we engage our mind and open up to the truth and recognize and evaluate and process the relationships that we somehow find ourselves so susceptible to and just oftentimes engaging in um, that are not, that are clearly just outright, I mean, with the warning signs, it says uh, dysfunctional and toxic, right? But we just find ourselves being prone, like being pulled towards it. When we are honest with that, when we get help, and when we start to venture off into beginning the process to detox from this, then and only then will we have the most joyful, the most productive and energetic and successful self. That's when our, that, that successful self will emerge. Once we begin that process, once we recognize, once we acknowledge it, once we own it, once we speak to it and then make that effort and that step and that procedure to begin that detox process, then and only then will we be able to have that successful self emerge. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back, ladies. So, how do we detox? How do we detox from toxic and dysfunctional relationships? How do we detach? Is there a three-step program? What process and procedures do we take? What cleaning regimen do we go on? How long is the process? 
Are there any things we must avoid during the process of our session? Hey, is there a specific time? Is there a particular season that we should begin our detox? Is there a specific month? Or should we wait for a particular event, a recurring event? Now, if it is a digital relationship, how do we communicate if communication is part of our daily requirement and regimen? How do we discipline ourselves? Let's say if it's a habit, how do we, do we, do we actually need an accountability partner? If it's a health relationship, what nutritional education do we need to implement? What if our relationship that we need to detox is spiritual? What prayer strategies should we come up with? What prayer line and conferences and workshops should we attend? What Bible studies should we begin? What's, what's the greatest Bible app? How do we get engaged? And if it's a person-to-person relationship, yeah. How do we pull back? Do we do, we do it instantly or do we do it gradually? Now, these are questions that you may have because I have the same thing too. And bottom line, how you and I do what we need to do, how do we cleanse from this toxicity of a turbulent relationship and why? Whatever steps or procedures you take, at the end of the day, you must take action. Whatever you do, whatever step, whatever process, whatever method, whatever strategy, At the end of the day, it is vital that we take action. It is important to restore our inner peace and emotional balance. That is the only way. If we remain in this toxic process, in this toxic relationship or dysfunctional relationship, pondering those questions that I listed before that I shared with you that I myself sometimes go through or actually have went through already and probably still going through some areas and concept of my life where some things are dysfunctional. But if we sit there and just ponder on all these things and don't take some form of action, we will never be able to restore that inner peace and emotional balance, even on a spiritual level. We, we cannot restore that inner peace or emotional balance if we just sit there and don't do anything, don't take an action towards it. Now, this is where I'm going to remind you of what I told you earlier, right? The disclaimer. I'm not a therapist or a counselor, but some things that have worked for me, right? Or I should say that are working for me right now, I can share that with you. Right, so I'm, I, I remind myself that the goal is to become a better me. That is the goal, and that's maybe something that you might want to do to remind yourself that hey, whatever relationship you're in that you find yourself in right now, that you may say hey, this is toxic, this is dysfunctional. You have to remind yourself what is your goal? What is your goal? And my goal is to become a better me, right? to be fulfilled, to be passionate about my purpose and, and my destiny. And so in order for me to do that, in order for me to become a better me, in order for me to be fulfilled, in order for me to be passionate about my purpose and destiny and stay focused, 
In order for me to do so, to be this better me, I must cleanse myself. I must cleanse my spirit. I must cleanse my thoughts. I must cleanse my habit, my perceptions, my being, and regain trust with the power of positive relationships. Because obviously, dysfunctional, toxic relationships, those are negative relationships. And I cannot become the better me. You cannot become the better you if you stay engaged and involved in a negative, toxic, dysfunctional relationship. We have to find some realignment, right? Realignment with trust, realignment with power of positive relationships. So here comes another question. How do you do that? How do I do that? And what I've done and what I am doing is that I evaluate. I evaluate. So I say, is this good for me? Are there any benefits from engaging in this activity? Is this pattern of behavior or habit or conduct developing me or is it depleting me? Is this the right food choice? Of nutritional value and benefits. Does it have any of that for me? Do I find myself busy doing busy work. And yet still not being productive. So is this work good for me? Am I just busy doing busyness. And busy about being busy I should say. Or am I being productive? Is this business adventure worth my risk? Is it worth the risk? You know, I've lost so much money with this business partner. You know, maybe for you, it's been five years, six years, 10 years, whatever. Do you need to add additional stress to yourself? Do you need to add additional anxiety? Is it worth you going into? What if this business partner has poor quality of uh, money habits and financial incapabilities? But you know this, you see the signs and you've seen it for years But yet still you find yourself engaging over and over and over again. Is it worth the stress? Is it worth the anxiety? Is it worth the sleepless night? Is it worth the high blood pressure? Come on. So everything for me in becoming this better person, in identifying toxic relationship, in identifying uh, dysfunctional relationship or habits and, and things like I said, it could be anything. Your relationship could be digital. It could be spiritual. It could be um, just health and nutrition. It could be with a partner. It could be a business partner. It could be with a spouse. It could be whatever. Whatever the area of relationship, in order for you to get there, for in order for you to... Uh, become this better person, right? Um, am I growing in this place? Those are questions that you need to ask spiritually, or do I feel spiritually drained or am I feeling abused and rejected? What is the point of it? Am I, is this my friend or is this my enemy? These are questions that we have to ask ourselves in while we're getting to that place of beginning the process to detox. So in other words, what I'm saying, listen, every relationship must be evaluated, whether it be on the job, you know, employer, employee, business partners, as interpersonal tensions and conflict quickly arise, whatever. It has to be processed. Even the Bible tells us that, right? So in Proverbs 22, I believe it's 24. 
24 through 25. I hope I'm correct. I should have checked it before I say it, but I think it is. It's Proverbs 22. It says, make no friendship with a man, even to anger, nor give with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. So even the Bible warns us about the particular kind of friends that we ought to engage in, right? Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor give uh, with a wrath man, let, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. And I think it's 1 Corinthians 15 and 33 also says, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals, right? So those are some things that we need to think about. When we're evaluating our relationship and decide which, which, which should we save? Should we save this relationship or should we ditch this relationship? Should we try to work on this relationship or should we walk away from this relationship? You know, how, how can we discipline ourselves? If you feel it's a relationship that, that can work and that, and it's, and it's worth trying, then fine, go ahead. Who am I to tell you differently? Right. But if, if you see that this is not for you and that all it has been doing is draining you year after year, Hey, maybe you should consider evaluating it to the detail and make that decision on your own, right? So some things that people do is they say, hey, get rid of, get, get rid of your toxic friends, right? It's all about um, undermining, uh, I'm sorry, unburdening, I should say, yourself from toxic relationships, right? It could be friendship, it could be romantic relationships, it could be business, whatever it is. It could even be family, right? Um, and in some situations, it may even be like a, a roommate situation. Maybe you have an apartment that you're sharing with a roommate, not so much a college student right now, but more an apartment that you're sharing, but you realize it's like, but what do you do? You have to evaluate the situation that you're in first of all, and then determine how you will leave this relationship, right? Uh, what else should I say? Okay. Bear in mind that in a way, the level of your happiness Yeah, the level of your happiness has some bearings on the quality of your relationships. I believe so. So in other words, the quality of your relationship determines the level of happiness in your life. So it works either way, right? The level of your happiness in life has some bearings on the quality of your relationships. The quality of your relationship determines the level of happiness in your life. Now, I always going to quote Maya, right? And Maya says, Maya Angelou says, when people show you who they are, believe them. When people show you who they are, believe them. And if I may also quote Oprah, she says, surround yourself with only people who are going to lift you higher. If friends disappoint you over and over, that is in large part of your own fault. Once someone has shown a tendency to be self-centered, you need to recognize that and take care of yourself. People aren't going to change simply because you want them to. So of course, ladies, as I close, I just want to remind you a call to action as I do every week. And so my call to action this week is to evaluate. I challenge you to evaluate this week, evaluate every relationship in your life every aspect of relationship and evaluate, evaluate your relationship, talk it through, right? Sleep on your thoughts, sleep on your ideas, sleep on the conversation that you will have. And then if that doesn't work, get to the place where you just let it go. If you decide that any of these relationships are just not worth it, that they're toxic for your health, you have to take action. So evaluate, 
talk it through, let it go, but take action this week. All right. So ladies, I hope, and it's my prayer and hope of course, as always that each week I'm able to provide you with content that will inspire, motivate, uplift you in some way, shape or form. Could you do me a favor, please subscribe. Uh, we want to hear from you. Um, podcast is on every area that podcast is available. Send in a comment or review. Let me know if our weekly sessions are empowering to you. Uh, your continued support is key. And so, um, you know, you're welcome to leave a comment and um, subscribe on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. And if you want to consider becoming a monthly sponsor, you can, you're welcome to do so as well. Okay. Well, until next week, we'll talk again. Have a good one.